What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back, hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today, we've got a really interesting one. This comes to us from the thehowsandwise.com, and the title states, an alien named Akon, you know, like the rapper, but not necessarily looking like the rapper, took a woman for four months to his planet in Alpha Centauri, where she gave birth to an alien child. So we hear about these stories, uh, you know, of abductees and women who um, have are, are pregnant and then have their fetus taken and the child grows up on some alien planet and years later they're introduced to the mother again. And so this story actually takes it to the next level. It actually takes it to the point where this woman actually lives on an alien planet for four months. So let's take a look at this and kind of see if there's any veracity to it, any truth to it. So for four months, Elizabeth Clarer, a South African woman, lived on the planet Proxima Centauri, where she fell in love with an alien that had brought her there. The history of Elizabeth was probably one of the more strange and, and unusual stories um, in all ufology. I mean, let's face it, there's not a lot of stories that are like this. Um, she was the first woman to have claimed that she had sexual relations with an alien. At the same time, the woman assured that everything she told was true, um, especially all the falling in love with an alien, which is interesting because, like, you know, we have these phenomenons where you, you fall in love with your abductor, and so, and there's a certain phrase that goes along with that. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a real thing. And then, um, then having a birth from the child, a child from this relationship. And then of course, a journey to another beautiful world. So let's take a look here. So before she was abducted, she was interested in music, aviation, and meteorology. And during World War II, she actually served in the Royal Air Force. So that gives her some some clarity, right? She she was obviously sane enough to be a patriot for her country, to work for her country. And then in 1956, she stated that she was abducted by an astrophysicist named Akon from the planet Meton, a planet of Proxima Centauri, which is the distance of about 4.3 light years. She, stead, she actually painted an alien's uh, this alien's portrait as well. So there's a picture on here, and he kind of he kind of looks like uh, I don't know one of the most recent Doctor Who's. You know, the older Doctor Who that they just had a couple of years ago or so. Not, not more than a couple of years ago, but um, it's kind of what he looks like. Kind of has like this like older gentleman, a little bit of a higher forehead, white hair. Looks very human. Um, so she states that she and this. Akon had a son together. It is not clear 
why they had this on to her, apparently. She did not paint the image of her own son. She painted Akon. Uh, the hybrid child was forced to stay on planet Meton, where Elizabeth's love story took place. The woman was forced to return to Earth after four months of living on this other planet. To her great regret, she began to have heart problems, and she states that these were caused by the magnetic field of a new planet. Akon and the others told Elizabeth that they were actually from Venus, and that they lived on it before Venus turned into a chunk of stone. She said They said Venus died, uh, and they flew to this new planet Meton, where they now lived. Uh, they stated that Venus was their home planet, and when it was their home planet, there were many other planets like Earth. They said that Venus died due to the fact that its orbit changed and it came too close to the sun, which makes sense. And then they realized that this irreparable uh, event took place. Once they, once they realized this, they began to fly away from Venus in search of other worlds and used Earth and the moon as temporary stops. Now you wonder why they didn't use Earth as a permanent stop. Maybe... At the time of you know that they had to evacuate Venus, that could have been the time of the dinosaurs. You know there could have been something going on with Earth and, and the domination of Earth by the reptilians or some other uh, you know alien farmer races. We don't know, but uh, Elizabeth learned that the Venusians have bases on Earth and on the Moon and they and also on Mars that they still use and regularly visit from time to time. Um, they also state that they feel responsible for the fate of the Earthlings and want to help them become more developed, which is kind of interesting. She actually uh, wrote about this experience in a book called Beyond the Light Barrier. Uh, she states that they try to convey a message of peace, love, and care about the environment. She believes that the highest authorities here deliberately hide this information from the public and do not want universal love to live in the hearts of people. What's really interesting about that is that if we think about how our society currently lives, it lives in secrecy, right? The government holds all these secrets. They don't release any any real information about aliens. You know, they they release some information about UFOs and how they they're probably real, but you know, other than that, there's not a lot of definite information. But if they're holding, you know, information that would be pertinent and relevant to us building up our our understanding and empathy and love for other people and other other living entities on other planets, then that's a crime really against humanity that the government's having that that, that they're perpetuating, um, and not just you know our government, but governments around the world. So it makes you wonder, you know, who's really in control? Because a lot of people hypothesize that uh, reptilians really have a large control over uh, what media gets put out there, what uh, information gets put out there, and the general overall um, vibration of the world. And so that's why we're always pushing for love and light, because we know that there's a higher vibration to live by, that we're just not there yet. So... And we know that the media is pushing, you know, violence. They're pushing violence out. That if it bleeds, it leads. That's the, that's the media's go-to line. So you know, that's that's how they know people are going to watch their shows. If it if it bleeds, it leads. So they they put that stuff right out there. They want you to watch, and that's that's 
why they do it. Um, and what does that do? It perpetuates fear on the planet and perpetuates anxiety and it perpetuates this, this, uh, this strong negative emotion, which is what apparently these reptilians feed off of. So you got to be careful, right? With your own, own emotions and how you, how you portray them. So Elizabeth, um, she gave a detailed summary of, of her own life, um, in a few different letters as well. Um, she was usually very reluctant to reveal personal details of her life, but then she, um, she started to write about them. Um, and she, she states that, um, this book is a must, uh, for you to read if you're interested in, um, the truth and interested in finding out more about other species and how we kind of interlock and interrelate in the galactic federation of planets basically so you know this is really a, a, an interesting case i don't know what you guys think about it i think there's probably a lot more to it if you got the book and read it you could probably find out a lot more um it's definitely interesting i think there's other stories that are similar um you know just look at like the betty and barney hill case you know when betty was taken they showed her a map of where they were from from the zeta reticuli um constellation and you know they showed her where they're from it, some alien species seem to want us to know that there's life out there and some species apparently will are willing to take us to their planet for their own reasons you know um whether it's to have the, the hybrid children or whether it's to um to witness these other locations or maybe they're performing experiments while they're taking them to these other planets um, but a couple podcasts ago, I just had, um, an abductee who was taken to two separate planets during his abduction. So, um, that's really fascinating to me because there's not a lot of those out there. I found a couple, but they're very few and far between, right? Usually it's just an abduction. Let's take some DNA samples and it's usually like genetic farmer races that are just trying to, to manipulate DNA. Not so much to like, Hey, let's take them, take you to our planet have you check it out, see how our society lives and, and give you an understanding about us. That's very few and far between. So apparently they're out there. It's just, we, we need to still uncover them and get them more media coverage. So that's what I try to do here. So hopefully you guys do a little bit of research, check out that, that, uh, was a light beyond something beyond the light barrier, um, is her book. Uh, feel free to check it out. Um, actually, let me pull it up here. It's just, so I have some definite information for you to check the book out. I don't want to give you a, a not full description here. Her book is Beyond the Light Barrier, okay? And her name is Eliz Elizabeth Clarer, so it's K-L-A-R-E-R. -E and um, it's, it's an autobiography, and the subtitle says, A Romantic Story of the Encounter Between a South American, a South African Woman and a Man Named a man named, uh, oh gosh, a man from Meton, a planet in Proxima Centauri. You know, so, you know, when people have to write this stuff, it's, there's so much information that gets put out there and um, the way they have to title these books is challenging, right? Because they want you to have a lot of information on the cover, but it's, it's not always easy to put a lot of info out there, you know? because of how small these book covers can be. But I think I think they did a pretty good job there. 
So anyway, guys, I'm going to let you go. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Short and sweet today, um, but give you something to think about. Feel free to try to check out that book, see if there's something on Amazon or maybe at your local library, um, and go from there. Maybe there's some more information out there about her um, that I'm than what I'm providing. So uh, I hope you, hopefully you guys are taking care of your spiritual health, physical health, emotional health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, continue to question the universe around you. Till next time, guys, take care, and Lockdown Universe, out.